is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the main satellite. I am Tamarcus Prime, also known as the Black Panther, Logan, and the Black Skull. (laughs) (laughs) Joining me tonight are the usual suspects, and I'll let them introduce themselves because they're some grown-ass men. And after that, we'll get going with the agenda. All right. So my name is Brody. I'm from Goldsboro, North Carolina. Living in Winston-Salem currently, happy to be a part of the main satellite. Excited about this particular show. Excited about it, yeah. And you have yours truly, one thing for certain, two things for sure, three things we don't forget. It is yours truly, the alpha executive, hailing from North Carolina, born and raised on the western part of North Carolina, residing in the middle of the state. Yeah, you know who it is. Wayne, y'all call me Big Dub. It is what it is. Carolina Bread, Atlanta Fed, once upon a time, HBCU led. Shout out to my HBCUs out there. What's up, man? Hey, this your boy Jay. Hey, you call me Jay Groove. Hey, I'm everywhere, but we in here tonight. What's up, fellas? What's going on, brother? The main. The main satellite. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you listeners for tuning in again this is the season finale for the what is this the inaugural season the first season the 21st episode so we appreciate y'all for tuning in one of many one season of many to come yep yep so (laughs) guns tonight (laughs) tonight we're gonna talk about guns they strapped Yep. Do you own one? Good question. Do you not own one? What is your fascination with guns? Do you think you can live safely nowadays without one? Uh Uh-oh. What do you think about the new gun law in Texas? What do you think about the recent uptick of mass shootings, incidental incidental shootings, and people flashing guns and pointing guns at people in public? Let's talk about it. But um, I'll get it started off. This will be short and sweet. What's your thoughts? I don't own a gun, but my feelings on guns are fuck guns. I don't give a damn about them shits. <laughs> I don't need one. If you got a problem with me, you can come see me. Bring your motherfucking gun too, because you're gonna need that motherfucker. The only damn. <laughs> is if you shoot me. That's the only way you can handle them. I don't give a damn. That's some cowardly shit. I don't give a damn if you're a redneck, a motherfucking gangster, a cop, a soldier, a fucking proud boy, one of these punk ass white boys with them assault rifles. I don't give a fuck. You better pray your aim is on point because if you miss, if you fucking miss, it's over. (laughs) Damn. Those are my feelings on guns. But my thoughts on owning a gun is I, I don't want one. I'm not a gun person. 
Um, but nowadays I flip, I flip back and forth between like, yeah, should I get one? Should I not get one? Because I see shit on the news, like, you know, these, um, QAnon motherfuckers and these proud boys and these three percenters. Those are the only, some of the only reasons that would make me think seriously about getting a gun. But other than that, I don't give a fuck about no damn gun. I don't you see me in the motherfucking street, nigga. So do you see where they coming <laughs> from or, or do you look at them like nut jobs or something? Nah, like they, those they groups nut, that you mentioned. They, they, they nut jobs. They, they crazy motherfuckers with guns. There are a lot of crazy mm-hmm. people here in the United States with guns. Too many crazy motherfuckers with guns. Matter of fact, um, guns outnumber the, the 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 population here in America. So yeah. for every hundred people, there are 120, 120 guns. Um, and I'm one of those That's people crazy. that really don't want one. But if I feel like stuff that happened now, it stuff the stuff that happens nowadays, it it, it it's it's dragging me down into the mud with these low lifes who mm-hmm. love guns. But I but overall, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like them. I just don't. I don't like them at all. That's me. How you feel about law enforcement carrying weapons? I think it's necessary for law enforcement to carry weapons. It does that make you feel a little uncomfortable knowing you have law enforcement out there that have these handguns, these assault rifles, these means to kill in your home, defenseless with your your two dukes, and you got a family trying to protect yours. I mean, I'm not not the aspect of just trying to go out there and just just have a gun to have a gun. I mean, I, I have a military background. You know, I have proper weapons handling. I respect where you're coming from. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of crazed lunatics out there who are running the streets mm-hmm. with these weapons. They don't even know how to even disarm a weapon. They don't know how to carry it properly. Yeah. And some of these clips with, you know, 50 round magazines. And I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that to me is a little obsessive for an average mm-hmm. citizen. A lot of that stuff I feel like should be reserved for military when you actually fighting wars, you know, law enforcement. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, you know, I, I need to protect my family. You know, I, I don't want to feel like I'm getting, uh, I'm, I, like, I feel like I'm undermanned. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I don't need a 50 cal on my roof, you know, but I mean, how do you feel about just law enforcement in general, you know, with these big weapons, you know, running the streets. I mean, do you feel like citizens just have the right to own some of these assault rifles for, you know, protection? Well, that's a, you know a, two, I mean? a two-pronged question that you just asked. I, yeah. As far as law enforcement having guns, I feel it's necessary because like you said, a lot of, a lot of citizens own these assault rifles and even, even, uh, the ones, some of the people that own handguns aren't mentally stable. So I think it's necessary for law enforcement to have something. Um, but the mil- militarization of law enforcement, it's, 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 it's going a little too far. Like that, that happened years ago, but right now, shit, <laughs> the citizens are being militarized. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like gun ownership is something that we 
there's a lot, there's a lot to that, right? There's a lot of points that we, we can talk about. One of the things that I feel like as a, as a culture, as a people, as a country, excuse me, guns are weapons of mass destruction. We've talked about that. And in the wrong hands, anybody can be the prey. That any given day, a person's having a bad day. Psychologically, they go off the rails or unstable. They don't deserve or have the right to own a weapon of mass destruction. The, the only concern, and we'll touch on this in a second, I'm sure, but for me in the African-American culture, we're taught and we're as children to kind of fear guns or, or to not have respect for guns or not have a need for guns. And I know I was taught that way. I have family members who were given, you know, given 12 gauge shotguns at age 13 and 12, 12 years old. So as they got older, they were more comfortable. They knew how to they knew how to clean a handgun or a rifle. They knew how to use it. And they knew gun safety. And we've been taught is such a stigma around guns that when we actually get our hands on one, we don't really know how to handle it. I don't know how you all feel about that, but my thought process, if there was a lot more comfortable conversations around gun safety, gun use at an earlier age, we wouldn't be so uncomfortable around them. As far as I am concerned, can you guys hear me clearly? Yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to guns, uh, like you've said, uh, Jay, uh, I served a little, I, I spent a little time in the United States uh, military, the Air Force, um, not too long, but in the time that I spent, um, I learned how to, I was trained in gun usage, you know, and I was uh, decent at it. I don't know how I wasn't a crack shot, but I was decent at it. And um, when I left the military, the Air Force, I had the opportunity to hold on to the firearm that I was given and I chose to leave it down in Texas. I chose to leave it in Texas because even when I was being taught to use the firearm, the gun, um, I wasn't comfortable with it because I knew what the, what the main purpose of the gun was, which is to kill. You know, people don't buy guns thinking I'm gonna maim, they buy guns thinking if it's necessary, I will kill. And I didn't feel comfortable yeah. with that. So uh, when I had the opportunity to bring it home with me, I chose to leave it where it was. I don't own a gun. I don't feel that it's, I don't have a desire to own a gun. Um, I don't like the way they feel. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the power that assholes, maniacs, lunatics, unstable individuals are gifted by the possession or the ownership of a gun. And there are a lot of people in the United States who seem to be normal, who seem to be what we might call normal every day, but they're not. And they're looking for the first opportunity to either show it off or to use it. I don't want to own one. I don't want one in my home. I am not a person with children. Um, even if I had kids, I would it, would it would take a damn sight more than what I'm experiencing right now, how I feel now in order for me to feel safe bringing a gun into the home. As it is, it's just me and my dog and I don't feel comfortable uh, with a firearm, a firearm in, in the house or in, in, the, in the place that I live. So, I do believe, as Mark said, that there are a lot of individuals who are, they're afflicted uh, with tiny dick syndrome. So they feel the need to <laughs> own these firearms and to flash them about and to let people know just how tough and big and bad they are. They can do that, but they couldn't do it under normal circumstances with their hands, their feet, their teeth, their piss and shit or whatever, whatever it takes for a person to defend themselves. Uh, so I'm not a fan of them. I understand why people own them. 
I understand why people buy them, particularly if they have, if they live in high crime areas or if they live, if they have families or in this day and age in America, you know, you don't have to live in a high crime area to, to feel the desire to own a gun to protect yourself. But up to this point, I'm 41 years old. I'll be 42 in a couple of months. I still don't feel the need to own a firearm. I'm aware of the fact that that's mostly based upon my own personal choices. And some of it's based on where I just happen to end up. There may well come a time when that occurs, that desire uh, is, is, is it when, there may come a time when that desire fires up and I'm, I'm willing to foster it. But at this point in time, I can't see that happening. I don't want one. And the majority of the individuals I know who own guns are tiny dick assholes or tiny pussy assholes. Not all, <laughs> the majority of the ones I know. That's just my perspective on it. That's my perspective on firearms, owning firearms, and thinking about them. Too many Americans act as if they want to make love to their firearms. They want to fuck them. They want to slide their dicks on them or stick them up their coos, you know? I'm, that's a bizarre way of life to me. It's a bizarre uh, perspective to have. We're in love with that shit here in America. Too many of us are. And that's black, white, Indian, Asian, straight, gay, tall, short, fat, conventionally attractive, unconventionally attractive, conventionally unattractive, whatever. It runs the gamut. That's how I feel about firearms. I don't, I don't want them. I don't, I don't have so a desire. Brody, let me ask you this. Let me, so you brought up a point that kind of stuck out in my head a little bit when you were saying, you know, crazy, uh, crazy people or mentally unstable people or just people with intent to do harm or, you know, malice hearts, those type of individuals. So I guess, so I own, I own firearms. So mm -hmm. my thought is in those type of situations, like what is, what is your expectation to keep yourself safe is it that the police will show up and handle it before you you get killed or mm. because if we look <clears throat> traditionally like i'm glad i'm glad uh mark mentioned you know the mass uh shootings and, and things like shooting incidents and all that type of stuff um now i'm not trying to give stats or anything but i i do not recall any of those situations in which someone who was a citizen was able to return fire in those situations. Mm. So it was kind of like, you know, the the wolf was just running rampant in the in the chicken coop or in the in the in the sheep yard. Mm. You know, to me it's kind of I I have my firearms for protective purposes. Like mm -hmm. I don't think about who I can get and what I can do and and all those types of things. For me it's it's kind of like especially I actually didn't own until I put in a mindset of family, mm -hmm. right? So my thought process is, yeah, I could fight. Yeah, I, I could knuckle up. But am I willing to, to risk my family's life or my ability to knock somebody out before they get hurt? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like if they have home invasions, things like that, I don't. I haven't heard too much about it recently, but I don't know if y'all recall for, for a moment, you know, uh, pre-pandemic, because, you know, everybody was at work, you know, people kicking in doors during broad daylight, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So those type of situations, somebody come to kicking your door in, 
you know, and and for me, I I'd rather I I'd rather take my chances of being able to protect me and mine versus not being able to. And I think it levels it level levels the playing field mm-hmm. on that because these types of crimes are not being committed by just you know people ain't really strong arming nobody no more. You know what I'm saying? People ain't really right. just getting beat up. They either getting stabbed or they getting shot or they getting threatened with being stabbed or shot. So for me, I don't want to. I don't want to roll the dice. The answer well, to that question is, um, I'm sorry. Let me just say this. The answer uh, uh, to that question is, I, in all honesty, I can't tell you what it would take. I, you know, I, I really don't like to deal in hypotheticals. I can't tell you what it would take, but I do know. I, I know that it's possible. Depending upon what this, depending upon what the situation is, I know that I can feel forced or compelled via some violent incident or someone trying to uh, victimize me or the people that I love or my home. I know that it's possible, but I can't give you a specific situation that would make me want to run out and get a gun. I understand why people do it. I, I do understand it, but that's not my cup of uh, tea. And I, I've been that. lucky enough in my life that. Up to this point, I haven't felt compelled to go and buy a firearm, but I can't tell you that that's not a possibility because it is. But as it as it is at the moment, I can't think of a situation that will make me feel that way. You know, um, if I, I I haven't been victimized in that way yet, and here's hoping I never am. So I rather think that uh, it, it would take something um, pretty substantial, pretty traumatic and traumatizing to make me want to go out and get a gun. But I can't give you any specifics in terms of where that is. Right. Where I'm in, right. Okay, let me, let, let, me, let me speak on this. So I can tell you right now, I can give you one good example of what it would take. And that is for someone close to you that you love and care about to find themselves in a vulnerable position where they weren't able to protect themselves. So me, and, and maybe, that does, maybe that still wouldn't compel you to go out and get a gun, but it, but it compelled me. I lost my best friend in 2003. He was actually killed. He was a correctional officer. He was killed in Greensboro, North Carolina by an wow. inmate who got who got out, actually found his information, looked him up and killed him in his own home. So if he wow. would have had a, a firearm or some type of handgun or some type of way to protect himself, maybe he'd still be here today. But what I would like to say is I look at a handgun or look at a gun safety, I look, look a gun in your home or a gun for protection, equally equivalent to having a fire extinguisher in your home, equally equivalent to having a life raft or life preserver at a swimming pool or at a lake or a creek having a life preserver my thought process is how often do you need it you don't need it until you need it Mm -hmm. just like on a vehicle when do you need a spare tire you may go the life of your whole entire vehicle the entire vehicle's life and never need that spare tire but when you need it you're stranded at two o'clock in the morning coming back from a friend's home in the middle of nowhere and you four hours from home you need your spare tire when your door is kicked in at two o'clock in the morning and your daughter or your son or your wife is in bed, or maybe you just yourself and you feel threatened, why would you not have a form of protection in your home? Now, look, if you're, if you're a registered mixed martial artist and your hands are registered downtown and you can physically defend yourself and you don't need it, go by all means do what you need to do to protect yourself. But the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to reach for my handgun and I'm going to reach for whatever firepower I need to defend myself, to protect my home, because I refuse to be a victim and be vulnerable in my own home. That's me. Mm-hmm. Now, do thing... I carry my weapon? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just, I was just going to say, I think I think the issue, though, again, as I mentioned before, 
if it is used respectfully and understandably in most situations, guns are needed when you are in a situation where you are vulnerable. I don't see anything wrong with you exercising your right to defend yourself with lethal force. So, well, let me, let me um, clarify what I meant, meant when I said like, you know, these QAnon motherfuckers and mm-hmm. proud boys and shit, you know, got me thinking about getting a gun. It's because they act like assholes and they flash. They, I see a lot of these motherfuckers flashing their guns on, you know, like clips on social media and in and, and, and news articles I come uh, stumble upon. Um, do I think a gun is going to save my life? Not really. I don't think so. Because if somebody if I had a gun and somebody kicked my door in right now, what's the chances of me getting to that gun before they get to me? They ain't shit. They're going to kill me. It's going to be fucking over. Um, so you having your gun, you practicing all that gun safety and all that stuff, like somebody kick in your door right now, what you going to do? And also, I just want to add on to that too. Terrence, um, have you ever considered the fact that you being constantly in this state, constantly in this state of mind, have you ever considered the fact that you're already a victim of fear and a paranoia? I'm not saying you are, but I'm asking, have you ever considered that? You, no, no. Um, from what you're saying, you're always in fear of that tire being burst or shredded. That means it's always in the back of your mind. It's the so, same reason why it's the same reason why I pay for car insurance. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I go, listen, if you go and look at your you look at your car insurance premium, you pay thousands of dollars over the life of your vehicle and you don't ever use any of that insurance for the benefit of your vehicle. So what I'm telling you is my gun, guns, plural, are my insurance. If you breach my home, first of all, I have cameras that that show you I can see my entire perimeter of my home. All two acres I can see on camera. Not only that, Mm -hmm. I have motion sensors and detectors that let me know. Then once you do breach that front door, the dog is going to alarm me and let me know that you're there. Not only that, my alarm is going to go off. You have to find me and you have to know where I am. You need to know the layout of my home to get to me. By then, mm-hmm. you've got a green dot on you and it's too late. So what, so, I'm, so, so what I'm telling you is it's my insurance. So then to a degree, based upon your answer, you have just answered my question. You mentioned security cameras. You mentioned motion, motion sensors. You mentioned your dog and your guns, plural. To a degree, you are already a victim. You just, you're a victim who hasn't been uh, victimized yet. I don't I'm see not it that saying way. there's anything wrong. Let me just I don't say, see it that I'm way. not saying there's anything wrong with you having security. I'm not saying that. I'm saying from everything you've just said, you have answered my question. You are a victim who has who just happens to have not been victimized yet. I don't see myself as a victim, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm not a victim. If I was a victim, I would be a person who lived in fear. I don't have any fear. I use insurance. That's the difference. I don't drive my car every day thinking to myself, I'm going to crash into someone or someone's going to crash into me. But I have less fear and less concern if someone does crash into me, because I know if you do, I have insurance. Let me let me help you understand. I'm breaking down for you again. I can drive my car at any rate of speed as long as I don't kill or harm myself or anyone else. If I do get in an accident, I'm not concerned. I can leave a store and walk out and have a complete dent in my vehicle, bashing my front door. Am I concerned? Am I upset? Yeah, I'm upset, but I have insurance that covers uninsured motorists. So whether you have insurance or not, 
I actually cover you. So I have insurance that covers you whether you're uninsured or not. The point I'm making real simple, and I'll, I'll make this really quick. Guns can be used as insurance. My gun is used as insurance to let me know I will never need it until the day I do. And when I do need it, I will make sure that I'm accurate and will use lethal force to disarm and to debilitate you. So that is what asked, that's what it's designed for. Mark asked a question a while ago. And um, what is your answer to the question? What is the likelihood if somebody kicks your door in or they sneak through a basement window or whatever and you have your gun and they are armed? What are the odds of you being able to uh, kill them or to incapacitate them in a way that <laughs> Um, hobbles them. They can't have. They, do you sleep with your gun beneath your pillow or beside your bed or in a dresser drawer beside your bed? I have quick access to my. I, I can reach my handgun within a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. I have fifteen. Just for the record, I have fifteen in the clip, and I also right. have laser scope. So I will see. The point is, you have to know where I'm at, and there's no way you can even get to me before I get let, to my gun. Let, let me mm -hmm. let me jump in. Let me jump in if I may. Um. I, I do I understand what what Brody is asking is is kind of like and, and and it makes sense for you to ask that question from the point of view of you not not agreeing or being in alignment with gun ownership. It's kind of like if you enclose yourself in a fortress, are you the king of a castle or are you a prisoner? You know, that type of situation. So mm -hmm. I get that. And I, but for more, more so, um, and I'll throw my two cents out there on, on the question that Mark asked, like nine times out of 10, unless it's like a kidnap situation, they know where you are in the home. They know what your home looks like. They, they have a, a understanding of what you may do be doing. Um, you know, most, most home intruders, once they enter in, the goal is not to go straight for the person in the house mm -hmm. and to be able to accurately do that. So even if it's no more than I hear the first boom, I already know I shouldn't hear no loud noises at my door. And it's too late so, at that point. So it's that right there you... already put me in the mindset of let me let me grab and, and see what the hell is going on. Now, after they get in, even if they surprise me, hey, the chances of me being only thing I need to do in an arm situation, even if they surprise me, is fight them off to the point where I can get to my to my piece. That's the only thing I need to do. Like, I don't need yeah. to knock them out or push them back out the door or or incapacitate. The only thing I need to do is, you know, throw the best two piece that I can and go straight for <laughs> wherever it's at. You know what I'm saying? Like that's only I need to do as far as me like tussling around on the ground. And I'm not saying it's anything wrong with that because if I was in a situation where I didn't have my firearm available, of course, and at that point, my mindset is, you know, put my hands on them and don't stop till they can't move no more. Fight or flight. But right. But in a situation where I do have my firearm, okay, you kicking the door. I just happen to be standing by the door. I'ma just, you know, hit you with the best I got and, and make a beeline straight for the piece. Well, let me interrupt you though. Let me interrupt you there, big dog. Let me ask a question. And this is a question I've always wanted to know. I answer to. 
when should a civilian, when should a, we, we've already, we all agree law enforcement should have handguns, correct? Or, or some type of guns to, to protect the society, correct? Military trained individuals should have handguns, security, all those things. When should a normal civilian, if you had it your way, um, you know, to Marcus, if you had your, your, your way, bro, we all collected all the handguns of, of all civilians in a pile and took those away. When should a civilian, when should a civilian have a handgun? I just want to know the answer to that question. You, you, you approach it. You asking the wrong question because neither one of us said that we are against people owning guns, period. Right. So, you, so, so who should, so who should question. own a gun? So I guess the right anybody can too. own a gun. In, in my opinion, I mean, you have the right to own a gun. It's just that I don't really want a gun. You know, I, I, I go back and forth between, yeah, I need one until I finally figure out, think, nah, I don't really need one because like Brody was uh, a loot uh, saying earlier, like I feel victimized. Like I'm all, I, I feel like I would always be on edge. Like something, I, I got this thing on me because Shit, just in case something happened, I got it. You know, I don't want to be feeling like that anytime I go out in public or anytime I'm sitting in the house, like thinking that something could happen. You know, I you may see that as naive, but I see that as just living free. No, I agree. I understand, I understand gun ownership because sometimes I want one, sometimes I don't, but overall, I don't like them. I think it's a matter, I'm sorry, Wayne, I think it's a matter yeah. of preference, personal preference, and your level of experience. If you have experienced trauma, if you've been robbed or victimized or threatened, I understand why a person would, would, would be compelled to own a firearm. But as Mark was saying, I at this point don't feel, and I've experienced my own traumatic experiences. I've, I've had traumatic experiences, but nothing so uh, traumatic as to convince me I should go out and get a firearm. And I don't have a problem, as Mark was saying, with people owning firearms at all. I have a problem with Brody owning firearms. So whatever it is, that it's, I don't have right. a problem with it. I have a problem with maniacs, hunchbacks, Republicans, and fucking assholes owning motherfuckers. <laughs> but totally. I have a problem, I'm going to say this really quick, Wayne. I have a problem with Brody owning a gun. So I don't look at gun owners like you, for instance, Wayne, you own firearms. I don't know if you do, Jay, Terrence, I know you do. I don't look at you guys and say, unless, of course, you force me to view you as assholes, under normal circumstances, I'm not going to look at you as, as people and say, look at this tiny dick, insecure, perpetually right. fucking terrified asshole who owns a fucking gun. If you give me a reason to believe that, then I will begin to believe that. But I have a problem with Brody owning a gun. And furthermore, there is one other thing I want to say. If I own a gun, because I've been in high stress, high pressure, highly dangerous situations, I am a decent shot. Maybe I'm not still a decent shot because I haven't fired a gun in years. But at this point in my life, and maybe even before when I was on, uh, uh, handling the gun regularly for work purposes, uh, service purposes, it was just as likely I was going to shoot my fucking self or someone who did not deserve to be shot as it is I'm going to, this is not a movie, this is not a comic book, this is, this is real life for Brody. This is how Brody feels. So it's just as likely that I'll end up killing myself in this situation, killing my dog, killing the fucking neighbor, uh, that, that as it is that I'll end up uh, incapacitating the asshole who's decided, as you said, Terrence, to break into my home or to steal what little I have of of uh, a value here, uh, monetary value here. That's the way I feel about it. Again, I've got no problems with individuals owning guns if you aren't an asshole. 
So let me I say, have a problem with Brody. Let me say I am kind of not in response to what Mark was saying, but as a, I, I understand where you're coming from as far as I believe you said you were saying like, mm-hmm. um, you know, that feeling of you already was it jog my memory on it. Were you saying you were already, you're already a victim who, has not, who just happens to have not have been victimized yet? Okay, so yeah, so let me. I will say that's not like I can't speak for Jay, I can't speak for T, but I know for myself that's not like un, an uncommon feeling, especially for a new gun owner. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, oh, I'm about to go outside, let me grab my gun. I'm about to go check the mail, let me grab my gun. I'm about to go wash the car, let me grab my gun. Like when you're new to it, yeah, you, you, so a lot of times you may have those kind of feelings because now you have come into the mindset of that is a required extension of you. Mm-hmm. Now for myself, sometimes I'm carrying, sometimes I'm not. It all depends. It, it's just kind of a, a, a toss of the coin. It's not like a, I'm driving and I'm like, oh shit, forgot my gun and I bust a U-turn. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just, I'll look at it on the dresser and be like, eh, I'm, I don't feel like it. Or I'd be like, you know what? Let me exercise my right. So, and you know, that's kind of a, a feeling that I think a lot of, especially newer, newer, not to say you're a new gun owner, but that feeling is kind of, it definitely a factor when you are a new gun owner. Cause I remember my first piece, I was like, yo, I need the, 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 I wanted to get like the holster strap, the ankle strap, the damn, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to, be like uh like Riggs and Murtaugh just be pulling it out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? But be, then after a while, a after a while, I was after <laughs> a while, I was kind of like, you know what? It is for me to be able to handle a situation. It's not something to um put me in the um, the pentacle, you know, the optimum position for a situation. Mm-hmm. Kind of like. Yeah. You know, Let me, and, and just to pick <clears throat> one more thing, just to throw out there, a lot of those people that, that you're referring to, you know, that you have that uh, that resentment towards, like I said, I can't speak for them, but I know for me and the people that I interact with or have come across in regards to guns, those people that you see flashing, you know, they got the biggest piece they can get their hands on just to walk around Walmart and it's, you know, all this and all that. Most, a lot of the gun community, we view them as dickheads anyway. Like, they don't really represent the rest my of my lifestyle. Right. They're, like, it's kind of like, oh, okay. It's kind of like, look at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, if when I'm at, when I go to the quick trip and I see somebody walk in, and you know they got their piece on and they keep turning to make you know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> to make sure you see motherfucker it. right here, man. Like, yeah, so, you a clown. So, so, so you a clown. Like, so the gun community view those people as clowns. Like nobody respects you'd be that. surprised. Nobody respects that. Nobody respects that. Like, you'd be surprised how many people are carrying, and you don't even know because one, you ain't really supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you really about this is about protection. You ain't flashing, cause that's the number one rule. Don't flash your shit. I wouldn't be not in America. I wouldn't be surprised. I, well, I'm me, telling but you, let bro. Me, but let me, but let me address that though. Let me, let me, let me address that. I mean, there's. I can tell you one time specifically. I was at dinner. I was specifically sitting at dinner, 
And I, I was in with my family, we were eating food. And I looked over to my right and I saw this guy, you know, white gentleman. He had camo, he had his camo hat. And I looked on his hip and he had a, had a pistol. He had, he had a six shooter, he had a magnum on his hip. And I'm thinking to myself, right. okay. And, and the first thing that came to my mind, exactly to your point, Mark, like, why does he need that? What is he trying to prove at a restaurant? We're getting a little bit of seafood, we're sitting here relaxing with our families. What are you trying to prove and who are you trying to prove it to? And immediately I got uncomfortable. It wasn't because I felt threatened by the person, but I felt outmatched. I felt, I felt like I was not equivocal. I wasn't, I didn't, I could not match his level of threat, if that makes any sense. And I don't like that feeling. And what I'm trying to tell you is this. I'm not telling every one of you that you need to have a security system. I'm not telling everyone you need to have cameras. You need to have guns. You need to have ways to protect yourself that way because it's your choice on how you decide to protect yourself. But I don't see my quote unquote fortress, as you mentioned it earlier, as me being a prisoner in my own home. I see it as me being able to walk around my perimeter freely in my own home. So what that means to me is if I want to take a walk in my backyard in the middle of the night, 2 a.m. in the morning, my whole yard's fenced in. So what that means, if anything crosses my fence, you have forfeited your right to life. See, and it makes let me repeat that though. That let way me repeat of that to is you. Just, just disgusting. But let me repeat that to you though. Let me repeat that to you though. It's my property. I own it. It belongs to me. So is it not my responsibility to protect it at all costs? It is. But what makes you feel? How is how often are you thinking? Uh, you know that it's your property. We know that it is your property. City they know it's your property. Whoever they know it's your property. Get into, you, get into that. So, know it's your property. Absolutely. So the question is, is that is that a frame? And this my is my bad. Dog. I thought it was my yard. <laughs> and honest question is this: posed to you, Terrence. How often are you walking around? And this is why I mentioned the victimhood, who the victim individual who happens to have not at that point to have been actually victimized. So my question is. How often are you walking around thinking, this is my shit, I got to protect my shit, and anybody who comes over into my shit, their right to breathe is now forfeited. I, that's the sort of... Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Let me on. simplify this, because it's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. Of, well, it is to me. That sort of perspective, I can't understand that. It seems to me, if I were thinking that way, I would feel in a heightened sense. You mentioned fight or, uh, fright, uh, uh, fight or flight earlier. That would make me feel... Tense. I would be consistently tense. So that's me. I'm not speaking for you, but I personally can't visualize what it's like to live a life like that because that would make me feel. I mean, I, that, I that, do that perspective agree. would make me feel outmatched. That. that perspective would I, make you, me feel overpowered. That perspective would make me feel. Uh, I don't uh, feel overpowered because I know I can match your energy. So what I'm and, telling and, you is, in that case, in that, in that <laughs> case, that what you describe, you're really no different from the dude who had on all that camo and open carrying in the restaurant like you just described to me how am i no how, how am i no different because I'm, I'm actually showing i'm actually in the privacy of my home i'm not flashing what i have i'm not telling you i'm not broadcasting this but guy in I'm the restaurant talking about what's in your what's in your brain like yeah, yeah. somebody come up to me i'm fucking them up somebody cross that fence yeah that's, cross that, that line, is i'm fucking them up <laughs> i ain't gonna lie like, man that is, that is that is like if you do so, so if you so so if what, you do want the patrol of your yeah. of your home that that's I, That's a okay, little. First of all, I don't, I don't know if you didn't understand that clearly or not. I'm not doing a patrol. No, we understood it. No, no, no. We no, all no, heard I'm what not, you I'm, said. I'm, I'm not doing a patrol of my home. I'm not canvassing the, the layout of my land. So what the fuck and, are you doing in the yard at two in the morning, hoping somebody come over the fence? That's uh, a patrol. Right, let, 
let me let me repeat this again, because apparently you're slow and you didn't hear what I had to say. I didn't say that I was looking and hoping for someone to cross the fence. But that's said, the way you're if, talking, Terrence. But what I'm telling you is I have a right to be in my property at all hours of night. I shouldn't be afraid. You, who told I shouldn't you you be afraid right? to be out. Who told you you didn't have the right to do that? Like, why do you feel that you need to broadcast that or to make people aware of it when you are in your own home? I don't have to make. I don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to make people aware of it. I just let you know when you cross the fence. I don't have to make people aware of it. Are you kind of hoping that someone crosses your fence one day? A little bit. No. Just no. a little bit. Just a no. smidge. No. Yeah, you no. are. So, so, so let me explain to you. Let me explain to you how this works. Right. I always, always make jokes, and I say that you know a lot of times. Sometimes you give a new gun owner, and I, I'm not new to this game. I grew up. I grew up with this lifestyle. So you give a new gun owner, you give a new gun owner a gun. They treat it like a condom, right? When you're a 13 year old boy, first thing you think is, I can't wait to use this. That's what you got to understand. I'm I'm 40 years old. I'm I'm deep in the game. This is not new to me. I've I've been around guns. My dad's military. My entire family's military. So I'm not a rookie to this. So I don't get my rocks off or my thrills off. I might have two or three guns on me at any time. You don't even know. Only it sounds like you do. Only it sounds like you do. That's yeah. over. The, Hang the, on, lie, bro. The, that's the that's, point I'm trying to make to you. Is, that's overkill. Because if you walking around like the Punisher, you know what I'm saying. You doing you doing Zimmerman patrols around in your in your backyard yeah. and stuff. Hey, let, let's let's not like, even let's not even use that name in this conversation. That's Ma, what he was doing. He was on patrol. Even, let's not let's he not was, even use that name in conversation. He, he, he thought that's of it as his property. Disrespect. That's complete disrespect. No, it's not. I'm saying that's so. Think about what you're saying. That's complete. No, no. No, it's not. That's complete disrespect. Hey, Absolutely, it is what it is. It I would never, you, I would, you you were, I would never you represent were a black man with Zimmerman in the same conversation. He did not say that you were. That has no disrespect to you being a, a African American brother. They ain't got shit to do with it. That has. I would never represent you feeling the fact disrespect. that you. I'm sorry, you're disrespected. Please no, no, accept my no, sincere no, apology. No, 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 no don't for shoot that. me on sight. Hey, don't cross the fence. Well, see, don't cross here, you the fence. Still, here you are still and, talking about it, even in jest. And then, as, a, as a joke, you're still talking about it. You sound like you are eager to use that weapon. I'm not saying you, you will. I'm not saying you will. I'm saying to us, or to, to me, I'll speak for myself, you sound like you're excited about the possibility of being able to use it. And, that and, you sound like, and you sound like you're terrified about the opportunities of using the word. I sound like to, I'm to terrified. Defend, you to defend yourself. You just said you have two, three motherfucking guns. I don't have a you, gun. You, but, you sound, but you sound terrified. No, you, you sound, sound terrified. terrified. Gun, you sound terrified. You sound you like you're afraid. You got sights on them. You got lights on them. Who's a terrified motherfucker in this conversation? <laughs> no, no, no. Who's the prepared one? Mm, who's the light, prepared Lights, one? bills, and whistles. The way you talk, I don't, see, Terrence, I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. The way you talk that's that, that's the mentality that makes me not want to own a gun like i'm like that's yeah. just Ex explain explain to me why explain to me why it's self-explanatory you just trigger happy it, that's what yep. it seems like you're just itching Shut for something, something to happen yeah so wayne so wayne you you, you co-sign on this right I'm saying when the the scenario that you brought up when you were like you saw somebody gun and you felt unmatched like, who gives a fuck if he got a gun? It, it, and if you got a gun or you don't got a gun, if he's not there to do no harm, like, why that why feeling he, of why being... He, I was at a cookout and I saw a guy walking around with his baby on his chest with, a, with one of those baby Bjorns with his daughter on his chest, and he's got a handgun on his hip at a, at a cookout at a friend's house. You know, I told his friend, I'm, I told my friend, I'm like, hey, what's going on? I mean, we got 15 kids out here running around with a trampoline with a bouncy house. Why is that necessary? He's like, I'm going to talk to him because that's uncomfortable. He's. I feel uncomfortable. He's. I didn't even know the guy had the gun on his hip, 
but he was a smaller guy. Maybe he had short man. Yeah, complex. yeah. I don't know. Uncomfortable, but not outmatched. That I feel. Right. I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think it's just obnoxious when people do that shit. Yeah, you got a gun, okay? You get a cookie. What, what do you know? Do good for you. Hey, right, exactly. But I don't feel outmatched because I know if he didn't have that motherfucking gun and, and it came down to them life or death, I could kill him with my fucking bare hands. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Again, Ken, you have to understand that when it's punching. I feel <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't give a damn. I feel that you feel you're being attacked because of your gun ownership. You are not being attacked. We are all telling you or those of us you're not. We're telling you this is how we personally feel about it. We personally feel this way about it. You don't have to feel that way. And it's okay. You're doing what it is you do. But I hope for your sake and for the sake of others that you don't ever, uh, you're not so ever, you're not ever so tooled up, so wound up that you end up killing a person who means you no harm. Maybe the guy with the, with the baby Bjorn felt outmatched, as you said. He doesn't know who's carrying a gun. You just said that. Those are your own words. So, so let's make, let's make sure. For some reason, I don't think you quite comprehend what I'm saying. No, no, maybe I I'm comprehend. Not, you don't say maybe I'm not saying that's too, that's too complicated for me to understand. Believe me. <laughs> maybe I'm not saying this the right way or the correct way. Let me let me let me break this down again. Once again, it's not a matter of me feeling like it's necessary. It's a matter of insurance, as I mentioned to you before. And it is your also it your, it's also your right. So why would you not exercise your rights? And that's the issue I have with it. If I go into your home and there's a grease fire and you don't have a fire extinguisher waiting to exterminate that fire, that's a problem. If you're in a swimming pool and somebody doesn't have a, a life preserver to help toss in to save your life, they may never need it. But there's a time when they do need it. My question is, why don't you have that there? If I'm in my home and somebody busts my front door in, they go in and they grab my daughter, my son, and my wife, I have nothing to protect myself with but my bare hands. I can't do it by myself. So I don't, what, look, I don't, so, think, so, I don't so, think you'll be able to get to your gun if somebody did that. If somebody bust in your house and, and grab your wife and your and your daughter, you don't think so? Nah. Unless you, where your gun? Unless you have one on every corner. It's within reach. <laughs>